Welcome to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B., where we talk through the challenges of life and the joy of healthy relationships. I'm your host, Julie B., and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Hall. Thank you for having me, Julie. So happy to be here. This is a good conversation to have. I'm just thinking about our topic about opposites attract. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes, unfortunately. (laughs) What do you think about that? Yeah, I well, I have a lot of questions about it, to be honest with you, and I really want to know from you, knowing a little bit personally between you and your husband, uh, who's a very vivacious character, you both are, <laughs> but you, I would say, are opposites in a lot of ways. So what do you think about this statement, opposites attract, and, and how do you make that work in, in your own marriage? Mm, how long do we have? <laughs> 30 seconds. I got 30 years of experience here with that. <laughs> I, you know, I think we're pretty opposite. He's He is... When it comes to kind of how we see the world, I would say we're not very opposite. Mm-hmm. But how we engage the world, I'd say we're pretty opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I am very straightforward, not much of a, a game player. Mm-hmm. I think I have a sense of humor, but you have to know me to mm-hmm. actually see my sense of humor. Okay. Uh, Jay, oh, you'll see his sense of humor before he arrives in the room. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's very gregarious. He's, uh, he is the life of the party. When he walks in a room, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to say I'm here because everybody knows. He's, and it's not like this bad thing. It's just that he... He is funny. He is so quick on his feet. Mm-hmm. It just makes me nuts. Like, <laughs> he, I, I don't even know how he comes up with stuff. I just, he, he makes me laugh all mm-hmm. the time. That's sweet. Which I think is so great for us. And yeah. sometimes I just kind of reel him in when I think he's like way <laughs> too far out there, which makes it work really well mm-hmm. for us. I mean, mm-hmm. we, I think we, we balance each other out nicely and he doesn't say to me, stop being who you are. Mm. And I don't say that to him. Mm-hmm. We more engage each other with, um, okay, how can I take my oppositeness and help you like blossom? And yeah. that's, that's a cool thing. I love that word balance for opposites. That's, oh, mercy. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. So I think everyone needs balance. Absolutely. Yeah. So probably the question that we talked about a lot is how do you learn to appreciate the fact that your spouse is opposite you? And instead of necessarily seeing it as a negative, how do you actually take it and make the most of it? Mm-hmm. So we delved into topics like uh, – how and why little things can drive you crazy and what do you do with that? How do you do the difference dance without trying to change each other? Yep. And um, I think I think I had a lot to say at that juncture. <laughs> all good stuff. All, yeah, good stuff. all good, all good. <laughs> and like when you have a disagreement, you know, how you can process differently and still respect your spouse mm-hmm. and the role the role that communication plays in learning to appreciate the ways your spouse is opposite. I mean, there was just, this is chock full of rich, rich, good conversation. Yeah. After I listened to this episode, one of the biggest things I walked away with was the statement, different is not deficient. deficient." That's one of the things that we say at First Things First all the time. And it's so helpful for marriage. It's so helpful to see your spouse as just different, not deficient. Yeah, and I think for me, the takeaway was instead of trying to be right, ask yourself, how can I be better, mm-hmm. and how can I how can I really help my spouse yeah. to be better? Like, how do I help our marriage to be better? So with that, man, let's dive in and take a listen. 
Today we're going to talk about when spouses are opposite. Seems to be a very popular topic these days. I have some friends here with me that are going to help uh, the conversation flow. Gina, who is married to Edward. Yes. You've been married 25 years, yes. so they've got a little experience with the whole opposite thing. And then we have Tamara, who's married to Robert. Mm -hmm. You guys have been married six years. So you're uh, kind of in the middle beginning stages yeah. of, of all of this. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then we have Reggie, who's married to Erica. And y'all have been married for 14 years. Yes, yes. And I should say, I'm married to Jay, and we've been married for almost 30 years. So, so we got it going on in terms of this man, <laughs> right? Yes. So I wanted to talk about this because it's been a topic of conversation in lots of different places that I've been recently. And we talk about it in the office. And mm -hmm. I'm just curious, when you think about this whole deal of opposites, what comes to your mind when you think about your married life? Yeah. Reggie, rock on. Well, <laughs> I can tell you were just, yeah. he's waiting, he's well, ready. Well, just the, the stuff I call the trivial opposites. Mm -hmm. For instance, mm. we, I got, we got married, I realized that my wife did not rinse the dishes before she put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> I wait, did wait, rinse the trivial. dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so at first I was like, why don't you rinse the dishes? She just puts them in there, and then occasionally I get one and it wasn't clean. Mm -hmm. And she's like, if I was gonna wash it before I put it in there, why oh, put I, it in there? Oh, yeah. You know, little We've things. Had that discussion in yeah, our house. So little things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I, she gets up early and is rocking and rolling, and I go to bed late mm -hmm. and wanna sleep in any chance I get. I mean, yeah. there's just all these little. They're little things at first, and then you realize later on that they kind of can blow up if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. They can definitely add up, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> people person, and Ed tends to be more a loner, do things by himself, and that really can bring some issues because I like to go where a lot of people are, He's like, I really don't want to go. So respecting that difference mm -hmm. is really key as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the opposite side. <laughs> I am the introvert. Oh. Robert is the extrovert. And we have had our share of lots of big differences. And it has taken us, well, we dated for five years before we got married. So technically 11 years, we have come to value compromise, <laughs> yes. a lot of compromise yes. and respect. Like you said, yes. respect is so huge because you don't want to drag your spouse to do something that they're uncomfortable with exactly. or aren't going to have a good time. Um, either one don't like, I wouldn't want to be where I'm not having a good time, exactly. vice versa. I wouldn't want him to be somewhere where he wasn't enjoying himself. So it's really a matter for us of finding mutual interests, which is so hard. <laughs> like that has been our biggest challenge. Yes. Has like, what can we do together that we both like doing? So mm -hmm. we're still figuring it out, honestly. So are we. <laughs> You'll never stop. I, exactly. <laughs> I've, I still think that there are things that, that we're figuring out. But one of the things I think is comical is how much I loved how different we were in certain ways when we were dating. I mean, Jay is so 
spontaneous, and I love that about him because I just was so not spontaneous. And in a room, he walks into a room and just lights up the room. I mean, he's friends with everybody in the first 10 minutes, and he may not know a single soul when he walks in the room. And it's it's not that I uh, am not extroverted, but not like that. And so it's it's just been this journey of seeing that there's this fun side of him, and here we are more years into our marriage, and I'm going, okay, could you tone that down just a bit? <laughs> But it's almost like you didn't know it was going to stay. Or or I just thought it, I thought this is so good. And then, you know, you get into marriage and you're like, wow, this is wow over the top. (laughs) But I'm sure he thought the same thing about me because I can be very planned and organized. And I'm sure there have been moments when he's been like, man, this is so over the top. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because before you're married, it's almost like she was, Eric was opening me up to a new world. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's a great way to put it. Right, it's like, wow. Yeah, because I was the the extrovert that Uh would go out in the crowd and have a good time. And then we would have like a house party or whatever, you know, an uh, intimate setting yes. mm-hmm. with just friends. And she would go elaborate and make it really nice. Mm-hmm. And it would just be the greatest thing ever. And everybody have a great time. And and then after you get married, the first couple of times it's great. But it's like, no, I wasn't trying to live like that all the time. <laughs> I just wanted to visit that world <laughs> here and there. And now I have to live there. So we got to figure out how we're going to make this. (laughs) I think that that's the key right there because so often you hear people talking about how they're going to change their spouse or enlighten them as Mm -hmm. to how it really needs to be. And the key is -hmm. is figuring out, well, how do we do the Mm -hmm. dance without trying to change each other? Mm -hmm. I think part of it was me realizing personally was that though she'd opened me up to something new, it wasn't that she was asking me to change, but she was bringing an aspect that would draw parts of me out that Mm -hmm. I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That I'm glad now, Mm -hmm. because going back to the example I just used on the intimate settings, it helped me to become a little more vulnerable and relational Mm -hmm. in ways that I did, you know, you don't Mm -hmm. have to when you're kind of out in the crowd and Mm -hmm. and mingling and and getting to know strangers Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing versus uh, just these nice intimate settings where you're really having some deep, meaningful, real conversations um, quickly. So it it drew something out of me that that I look back on, it's like, okay, you're, you're, you're helping me. Right. So appreciating, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> actually appreciating being drawn out of your comfort zone uh, rather than kicking and screaming about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seeing that balance and how your strengths and their strengths mm-hmm. can balance each other out. Mm-hmm. And your, I, I don't want to say weaknesses, but you know, something that isn't as strong, they might be very knowledgeable or more aware of. And it's just that, that fun balance is really important, I think and how couples that are opposite have a way of um, teaching the other, mm. and not, not changing, but mm-hmm. showing them oh. this is 
this is how you can be this way and just drawing, like you said, drawing it out of them. Mm -hmm. I've, mm -hmm. I've experienced that a lot, mm -hmm. so. Don't you think your spouse sees things in you that, that oh. you don't yeah. see, like potential? I 100% I yes. mm -hmm. yes. do not think that I'm the same person. I've, I've grown a lot in our 30 years and I attribute a lot of that to Jay actually being willing to say, you know, I see these parts mm -hmm. of you that mm -hmm. actually could grow. Yeah. And and then being trusting enough to <laughs> actually do work on that. I right. believe Ed is my biggest cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And he does encourage me in ways where I'm out there, but he'll still push me to an uncomfortable place. And it brings the best out of me. He has taught me that it's okay not to talk, because when you talk all the time, just being able to be silent and comfortable in your own skin and yeah. in your own thoughts, it feels good sometimes to not have to be on sometimes. So they really do teach us and challenge us and bring things out of us that we didn't think we probably had. But that's all easy until we have a disagreement. <laughs> hey, now you're going to measure. All right. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. Then you dig in. Right, because yeah, when we have disagreements, I really want this to go the way that I like to disagree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, mm -hmm. for me... It's the right way. <laughs> Sorry. We replay that for her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> but hey, for that... That means sometimes taking a step back and processing, because yes. I'm much, I'm very much an internal kind of processor. Mm -hmm. And this real time, you haven't even thought about it yet, and talking on the go, and I'm like, I need some time. And, and often, she just wants to dig right in, right talk in. through it, identify the issue, talk through the issue, everything. And there's something wrong with that? Yes. <laughs> no, you said my way was right. <laughs> But see, I, to me, that's interesting because we kind of are the same way. Jay's an internal processor, I'm external, and we've, we have had to learn, like, sometimes I just say to him, I just want to process out loud. I, I want to talk this out, and then if you feel like you need time to think about what you think, mm -hmm. I'm good with that. We just have to figure out how to do the dance. Mm -hmm. We do. Mm -hmm. and. Sometimes I think that's easier than mm -hmm. others. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, some sure. things are just, they mean more to you. Mm -hmm. It's a little more, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. urgent to one of yes. you. There's a lot of kind of factors. I, I think there are times when it's really easy to say, okay, let me make sure I understand what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. And then let me go understand what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and then I'm going to come back and tell you what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm, no, I'm also learning that she wants to be able to hear the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions yeah. raw sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's just very different mm -hmm. and opposite mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. me that doesn't want to share until I really have a good understanding of what the feeling is and why the feeling is what it is. Well, and that's that whole vulnerable place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it is, mm -hmm. but it's a process. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, and then children come in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> And it yep. just makes it even more lively because then you're talking about discipline and yes. all kinds of things. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the way you talk, because I have all boys, and the way mothers sometimes feel about their sons 
and sometimes the way dads will talk to their sons, it's just like, oh, did you have to talk to them that yeah. way? And he will have to say, I'm talking to my sons. And I'm like, okay, I have to step out of that because that's a father-son relationship. It's just totally different than a mother-son relationship. Yeah. And that's another level of difference that comes in. Well, and you know, I think it's just this matter of perspective yes. of it, it, that way isn't wrong. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just different. Exactly. Except for I think a lot of times we do get caught up in mm -hmm. right versus wrong, yes. mm -hmm. my way or the highway. And we, judge it. And we do judge and it. We that judge is so true. Them, mm -hmm. Their intention mm. without understanding. We just automatically judge it. And yeah. We don't allow space to talk about it to understand why they're doing what they're doing. Oh, yeah. It's just different from us. Yeah. Yeah. We're going. No, no, no. You go. Well, it's funny because you're talking about kids, and I think about the fact that my wife is a kind of more of a strict bedtime mm. person. Nine o'clock is bedtime, no ifs, ands, or buts. And I'm sometimes more <laughs> what I'm going to call routine driven. Mm. So if we get in a little later, mm -hmm. I may be like, okay, we still need to go through the routine. Mm. And she's like, we're right. go to bed. <laughs> it's after nine o'clock. They need to be in the bed. She has six children. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a reason, nine o'clock. <laughs> well, what we found is there are times, there are times where we need to, okay, I know we got in late, but nine o'clock, get in the bed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then there's other times where mm -hmm. the routine works a little more important. It's, it's, is the better way to get them down quicker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we've both had to accept the fact that, you know, there are times when your way is better. There are mm -hmm. times when my way is better. And then there are times where we're gonna get it wrong. Mm -hmm. we're gonna, mm -hmm. And it's yeah. okay. It doesn't mean the mm -hmm. other person is a bad parent. Right. Mm -hmm. You just, you're doing the best you can. Right. And you're realizing the different tools that the fact that your opposites bring, yes. I think the kids benefit from that. They do. Yeah, I, I think about time, plenty of times where Jay was much more effective with Ashley than I would have been or was in my approach. And, and I think that that's where it goes back to really appreciating the differences mm -hmm. for the fact that you do bring different approaches to the yeah. table, mm -hmm. different words, I mean, it's just, but recognizing the differences and having the conversation between the two of you first to see who's going to do what. Um, if you get that chance. Yeah, sometimes. But it's taking that step back and really looking like, oh, I probably, and acknowledging when you make that misstep yeah. that, yeah, I messed up and maybe you were, that was the mm -hmm. right thing. And acknowledging yeah. the differences and yeah. as you respect it, if you make a misstep, apologizing and getting back on track yeah. is real key, too. Because when you yeah. judge them, you judge them harshly. Yeah. <laughs> Tamara, y'all have two yes, young. We do. So we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and we're in the thick of it. <laughs> so um, our parenting style has definitely come into play for us. And um, it's interesting because our op being opposite he was raised very differently than I was raised. Oh, yeah. And so mm -hmm. he's, he sees parenting one way and I see it as another mm -hmm. way. And I think, you know, just, just thinking about this topic in general, the biggest takeaway I, I would think people should have is, you know, communication. Yeah. Uh, obviously, talking about these things is going to 
be the only way that you can really get anywhere. You yeah. can't hold in feelings. Yeah. It builds resentment, you know, right. so like just just having those conversations, mm -hmm. regardless if it's before or after mm -hmm. the fact, because mm -hmm. let's be honest, it's usually yeah. after the fact. <laughs> it really is. And so, but just like sitting down, having the conversation without being defensive mm. or without feeling offended mm -hmm. and no both of you got you know coming to this place where it's like cool so we're different you you do this one way mm -hmm. you do this another way and it's not wrong mm -hmm. i can't tell you how many times i have talked with my husband and he has truly believed that what the way he did it was wrong and i'm telling him it's wrong and mm. i have told him i and i i say hun it's just something different. We're just different. Yeah. And he's finally, six years, well, 11, <laughs> how long we've been together. He's finally come around to this idea that, oh, I do it this way. And that's not wrong. It's just, we're different. Yeah. And you're not telling me that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. You're just right. saying that you would have done it this way, mm -hmm. but it's cool. It's not a problem. Like, let's figure it out together. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, don't you, mm -hmm. I, we're so used to trying to be right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly where I was headed. <laughs> We're just so right. used to trying to be right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, yeah, how can we be better? How can we mm -hmm. be better? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's some, I don't know if it's a culture thing, but like I, I think about when people talk about getting married and they'll talk about this whole opposites attract, mm -hmm. but this really just scares us. And, and I think at this juncture, I would say, foundationally, there are things that yes. are really important, but there's a lot of things that bring spice to your life. I mean, if you if you were mm -hmm. if you thought exactly alike and you did yes. exactly alike, how boring yeah. your relationship yes. would be. Yeah. But it's you keep refer, referring to the dance. It's recognizing sometimes we're doing a samba, sometimes we're doing a waltz, mm. and which dance is appropriate in which setting. Yeah, that's I think true. it's really important that. Again, you do have these common things as a foundation, but in the big picture of things, it's just how do we see things differently based on how we were raised, where, what part of the country we are from. Yeah. All of those nuances just make us better together. Well, and I think another piece that's significant is that most of the time, like if you asked your husband, well, what made you decide to do it mm. that way, there would be logical yeah. reasoning Absolutely. behind it. But oftentimes, especially I'll take credit <laughs> for the women, a lot of times we think we clearly are the more logical thinker or have, you know, have the better way when yeah. in reality, not so much. Yeah. Right. But just to not talk down mm. right. to your spouse because they did it differently. Exactly is important. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes me think of sometimes just the difference I think guys especially often have in the unstructured, whether it's unstructured play mm -hmm. and the value of <laughs> unstructured play mm -hmm. that is is so important, but it's not as easily seen. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I coach Little League Baseball now some of my, with, my, with my, two of my boys. And I see the effects of kids that have not had yeah. unstructured oh, play yeah. when they come on the ball field and you have to tell them every single step mm -hmm. to do. Well, if all they have received is, okay, 
do this instruction, this instruction, don't mm -hmm. just get that time that, you know, often dad brings yeah. when you just mm -hmm. come out and you're just, you're just playing and doing whatever. Or you're, you know, you get ready to make Friday night meal because mom is out and <laughs> who knows what ingredients you're putting together, <laughs> is it whatever it is, and you're going to eat it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's those kind of things that are often opposites mm -hmm. from how yeah. You know, my wife mm -hmm. would do it. Mm -hmm. That brings value. That sometimes it's hard to put a finger and put a value, mm -hmm. you know, to quantify, but it's so needed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, if you were going to give probably the most important lesson that you've learned about this idea of opposites, actually appreciating that and acknowledging that it's it's not a bad thing. It's probably more of a powerful good thing. Yes. So reframing how we see it, but if you could, if you could say one lesson you've learned, what what would you say? One thing I've learned is to trust what he sees, because it's different from what I see. And if we put those two visions together, we see the whole picture. Mm. Nice, I like that. Right on the spot. <laughs> so good. And you got it. I know. Um, I think my biggest take, uh, my biggest thing is that we're a team. So when you have a team, you don't want a team full of all the same players. Mm. You, we, uh. each player brings something yeah. unique and different yeah. and also just shaping it the way that you think of conflict. If you mm. think of this is my team and we may disagree on this, but our end goal is yeah. to win the game together. Yeah and not me win or you win or so mm -hmm. that that I think that's mine yeah love that mm -hmm. <laughs> I know for me I think it's realizing that the opposites once I realized it didn't mean one of us was wrong mm. but it just different now we can have a lot more fun with the opposites mm. you know I mean we and I can joke and say I need to go internally process right now you know <laughs> mm. or yep you're not rinsing those dishes <laughs> and so it's, it becomes you know a, a a aspect, an area we can enjoy and have fun with because we recognize underneath is really bringing out the best in each of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with someone the other day and they know our daughter who is 26 and they said, you know what's really fun about watching her is that we, we know you and Jay really well and when you watch her just living life she's got this really nice blend mm -hmm. of the two of you. And I thought, and that's such a great example mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. why the whole opposites piece is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Because she's, she's taken on qualities from us mm -hmm. and she's who she is. So mm -hmm. I, I think that that's a really cool thing. Thank you guys for sharing. This, this mm -hmm. has been, I think enlightening in a lot of ways, just in terms of thinking a bit differently about being opposites mm -hmm. with your spouse. So here's, here's the challenge. Uh, as you listen to this and, and you're thinking about your own relationship, perhaps think about what, what has been going on in your head about your marriage, how you discipline your children, how you do life together. and how do you engage that? Is, is it from this perspective of, oh, this is, this is such a good thing uh, and I appreciate the differences? Or may, maybe 
that's not where your head is and perhaps there, your relationship could benefit from flipping a bit and, and thinking about it differently. So opposites aren't bad, they just are different and figuring out how to do that dance is, is a great quest in your marriage journey. Thanks for tuning in to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B. If you'd like more resources for marriage, parenting, and more, be sure to visit our website, firstthings.org.